is uh, this is not how I was hoping it would go, dude. But now it could literally come down to Nebraska and Maine congressional district splits. You know, yeah. like if they could do it. I and, mean, can they even win though, or can they only tie? I mean, I guess it just depends. But what happens in Michigan and Wisconsin? And but oh, this is <laughs> people are like, what is happening? Oh, I know, man. <laughs> you know. I'm not really, on the one hand, I'm totally surprised. On the one hand, I'm like, I cannot believe that there are that many people out there. I just didn't, I, I, I don't know what to think. But then on the other hand, I'm like, you know what? For a long time, I've, I've kind of had a negative outlook on, on the United States, on, on the average American and for a while there, I've just been like, Chuck, that's hyperbole or something, <laughs> right. you know? But no, this you, is... You can't... Yeah. People are terrible. I don't know. Yeah. And maybe not terrible. People have been... I think really what it comes down to is people are hurting in America. People are hurting and everybody has grievances and some people just don't feel like they've been hurt. Right. And then this is kind of what happens. Well, and the thing that drives... I don't... I just don't get it, though. Like, the people who, the Trump supporters, when you look at it, you think like, oh, they're people who have suffered. They're people who got raw, you know, lost their jobs in these trade deals and stuff. But yet, when you actually look at who the supporters are, they're actually much more affluent. Um, a lot of the, oh sure, you know, so it's crazy. If you look at the facts, there's so many things that could be so much worse and were so much worse. Well, uh, yeah. And I mean, there's things, you know, they're like crime, it's out of control. It's like, well, I mean, it's not great, but it's lower than it was 10 or 20 years ago. <laughs> like, what do you expect? Like, is, right. there's never going to be zero crime. Well, that's part of the media's fault, you know. I that's mean, true. They totally put it in front of people because that kind of sensationalism is what drives ratings, is what drives sales, clicks. That's kind of what you get. I mean, because now people are seeing the negative all the time, and that's what they think. That's why they buy guns, because they think, got to right. worry about the boogeyman. Man. You know? Yeah. Well, I just don't. I don't know, man. This is where in so much uncharted territory. And the saddest thing is that we should have seen it coming. Mm -hmm. When you got Brexit, when you got the Cubs winning the World Series, you should just know that we're in the crazy time. We're in the craziest timeline. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe that was the storm. You know, everyone's like, ooh, the storm. It's going to be the apocalypse when the Cubs lose right. or when, the, when they win. Well, maybe this is it. Yeah, they know. say they come in threes. Right. The Brexit, the Cubs win, the Trump presidential victory. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't even know what will happen. I just don't, I just don't even know. And the funny thing is that Democrats were so confident in this election. Oh, yeah. That they didn't even think about it. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, what would we do? No, they didn't even think about it at all. Right. They're completely unprepared. They've done no planning for this at all. No. Well, and on the one hand, you don't even have to have some planning to a degree because I don't think it really took very much planning for the Republicans to be able to throw sticks in the spoke of progress with Obama. I truly don't believe all they had to do is react. They didn't have to be proactive. They just had to say, no, no, mm -mm, right. no, we will shut this but do you country think, down. I mean, do you think Democrats will will do that? I mean, they may have to. First of all, to, it may yeah. their their lives may depend on it. 
Right. It's just so sad that we're just looking at a scenario where the Democrats would be like, I can't believe that they're going to obstruct, you know, Obama's Supreme Court justices or whatever. And then Trump wins and they're like, great idea, though. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's a good one. I think we're just going to stick with that hey. and just obstruct even worse. Yeah, I don't know if they have the gall to do it. I mean, mm -hmm. it takes a lot for the Republicans to just sit there and be like, oh, the Supreme Court, the, that whole branch of government that is supposed to function in a functioning government. Like, nah, you know, that takes some serious cojones to pull that stance off. And I don't know if the Dems have it in them. You know what? Yeah, you're right. I don't know if they have it in them. That that's definitely an agreeable statement. But I just can't believe that they could couldn't smash this out of the park. I mean, what does it look like when you can't beat the person that said grab him by the pussy? You know, right? Um, There's so many things that he's got lawsuits against him, like right now. Oh yeah. I mean, if you can't beat that person because the public has that much distrust in them, again, the grievances were real. But no, everyone just wanted to dismiss them, and now this is what happens. I don't know. I just don't think that the Dems were prepared. They thought that the name of the game was getting millionaires and billionaires on their side, and that didn't really help them very much. <laughs> they just got beat by a bunch of people from the sticks. Well, not just from the sticks. There were millionaires and billionaires in Nebraska, right. and Nebraska totally went Trump. Well, I guess the night's not over, and there's yeah, a chance that it could split. District 2 could go to Hillary Clinton. Yeah, it is kind of unthinkable that she could flip Nebraska District 2 to an electoral vote for Hillary and still lose. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Well, you were saying it's possible that she could even win the popular vote and still end up losing. Yeah, I so. mean, the way the states are divvied up, I mean... Oh, kind Al Gore. Of, right. <laughs> oh, well, right. Get ready for the uh, the Michigan recounts and the oh, hanging dude. chads in, in Michigan. I don't know what they used oh. to vote up in Michigan, but I'm sure there's some problems with it. They'll, they'll, somebody will be able to find yep. it yep. once they get all the lawyers on it. Yeah, but I think the most the most interesting thing is that this whole nonsense election could be so close they could legit end in a tie, um, depending <laughs> on how these last you know undecided toss-up states go that look like they're leaning Trump right now. Yeah. But a tie would be just the most nonsense ending to this farce of a campaign. I almost wish it would happen just to just to go through with the hilarious <laughs> ceremony of like having the House have to vote on it, especially if you're looking at a scenario where Hillary has won the popular vote, but lost the Electoral College, and then it's going to the House for a vote. If it goes to the House... They're going to go for Trump, you think? Right. But I think right. it would be amazing if they went for Trump, even if Hillary had the popular, the popular vote. vote. Right. You, you know. And and after Paul Ryan had been so vocally <laughs> right. against Trump, as much as someone who is still right. going to support him would end up being. So, I don't know. It's ridiculous. That would be the decision... I know it's like a vote in the house. I, you know, I I don't even know how it really works. How the vote in the house works. I don't think anybody does because it's no. literally never happened before in we the never, history of America. Right. But I mean, you could have Hillary Clinton, you know, pulling backroom deals or whatever with never Trump Republicans and you know Democrats to try to put together a winning coalition. You know, I, those are the kind of long shot scenarios that mean you probably lost the election. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Busted out the cigars for people, the smoky-ass rooms and stuff, saying, we need you. We need you to do this right now. Man.
This is for the nuclear codes. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is... Look, I've been deliriously numb to this election since Bernie Sanders lost in the primaries. I was so on board, and it really, it really kind of devastated me. So, in a way, I've just been kind of like going through ranges of emotions almost on on the daily, you know, just oh, like, yeah. what am I going to do? What's going to happen? Either way, I I knew that it wasn't going to be the ideal situation. So, in a way, I'm just kind of like, okay. I'm shocked, but it's time to just kind of go move on. And we knew we were going to be, we were going to still be activists of the streets regardless. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that it could be, you know, I, I was kind of saying jokingly earlier, that could be like the silver lining of, of a Trump presidency is that for so long, the Democratic Party had the presidency, but not Congress or, or the Senate. And there's just all this Republican obstructionism. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, you've got a flip situation here mm -hmm. where the tables have kind of turned. So it, it could really shake things up. Shake um, it up. <laughs> <laughs> that song's way too happy. I need to find like a sadness remix of, oh. of Shake It Up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, it could like it could really in the long run give the Democratic party you know a cause to unite behind and really put the put some passion and, and some some fire into them to say you know we've got to get out here and, and fight whereas if hillary clinton wins you're not getting that from the democrats right you're getting a long you know depressing republican republican obstructionism for four years oh yeah oh yeah well and it's funny because this was the exact advice this is what we thought that the republicans were going to have this was the best case scenario for the Republicans a few, like just a week ago, just a couple of days ago. It was like you lose and then you don't really have to worry about being accountable for shit and you can just obstruct and it really kind of motivates right. you to get to build that base back up. Well, and it's funny because I think both sides are so unprepared for this outcome. <laughs> that is that is so crazy that they went blindly and thinking. I can't lose. It is delusional thinking that Trump actually thought that. It's crazy to think that Hillary under. I just seem to remember back when it was the primaries and they were saying, these are the people on each side that have a chance of what the percentage was on the other side of beating Trump or whatever. And it just seemed like anyone would beat Trump. It seemed like. Well, and it seemed like, you know, even if you didn't, even if you just looked at the, the demographics, right, to say, mm -hmm. Trump appeals to a subsection of, of white male voters. Right. But, you know, can you really win an election when that's the only group that you're really appealing to? Right. You know, Hispanics, blacks, you know, women, you know, young people. LGBT. Um, you know, yeah. even he struggled with people with college degrees. You know, people were looking at the demographics just saying, like, this is going to be a really tough election for any Republican to win, mm -hmm. much less the most disliked candidate of all time. People talk about Hillary Clinton being disliked, but Donald Trump, we went into this election thinking, man, the only way Hillary could win, you know, is if they just nominate the um, even more unlikable clown, candidate. Right. Yeah. And they did it and they still lost. I, I, it's just, it's just unfathomable. Right. A person who has gone through law school has had very, very high-profile jobs, has done things for the community, has literally checked off every notch on a resume that you right. need to be president, 
and this is a historical moment, and it got smacked down. Right, and and had a much stronger convention bounce, right? She had a much more... The best convention. Right, yeah. like one of the best convention bounces of all time. Won all three debates. You can yes. debate how close the, the outcomes were, but, I mean, it's almost unanimous that she won all three debates, some of them probably by a lot. Mm-hmm. And yet, she still lose this election. Mostly because the FBI investigated her emails and found nothing. Yeah. And found nothing. I mean, they keep... I don't know what they expected to find. They expected to find some smoking gun that would put Hillary Clinton in jail. Right. But they found, you know, the most nitpicky nonsense of there were emails that were, like, classified the lowest level of classification and they weren't marked really well and she kept them in a way that wasn't safe. But nothing happened to him, but she kept him in a way that maybe something could have happened to him. It's like, and then she loses the election because of that. Meanwhile, you got the other candidate saying, I'm going to ban all Muslims and build a wall on the Mexican border. Two things that are literally impossible to do. Right. And he wins the election. And you got Hillary with just pages after pages of detailed, thought, well thought out policy statements. And then you got Donald Trump's website. He's got like nine policy statements. And one of them is like, we're going to build a wall and Mexico is going to pay for it. It's like, that's not a policy. We were looking forward to four more years of gridlock anyways in Washington, D.C. So this really doesn't change anything. It really just changes the um, urgency and the need to actually go out there and combat it in every way possible. But man, I'm I'm freaking out a little bit, man. Especially when we got Trump in there. With the Republican Senate and the Republican House, I mean, if they unite behind Trump, they could do whatever they want. Right. I mean, they could repeal Obamacare. They could. They will. I mean, will they? I don't even know if they can. They'll try, maybe. Are they really going to build the wall and ban Muslims? Are they going to try to do that? It They'll just, try, I, but. Uh, yeah. And the Supreme Court, man. Like, that is. That's real messed up. Because oh, yeah. it wasn't great before, and it's not going to be <laughs> much better anytime soon, it seems like. Oh, no. No. I mean, on a local note, uh, death penalty in Nebraska, that definitely is coming back, even though it really can't. So I feel right. like this is... A, this coming is coming back to not actually be used. Thank God we, <laughs> we brought it back. An election of vengeance and animosity right. and anger... And, you know, in a way, the culture of American politics now is to let the team that won fail just to prove your point that they couldn't <laughs> right. succeed. And then they're just going to do the same thing to you when you're in power. It's like the circle of fail, the, the literal race to the bottom, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's surprising and not surprising. It is going to be the reality of people's thought fight. I keep feeling like we're reiterating this stuff, but I feel like I have to keep saying we're going to be okay no matter what. Nope. I can't even assure you of that. No, Sorry. I, I wish I could. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, the George W. Bush administration was not great. Uh, the, the Iraq War and the war in Afghanistan did go super great at all. Oh, heck no. That was not a good time. Nope. Bankrupting our country for senior prescription. Yeah. You know, that wasn't great either. But at the same time, there was a time when he also won 
the presidency and they the Republicans controlled the House and the Senate. Yeah. And they didn't do half the things they said they were going to do. You know, yeah. you'll notice that they did not make abortion illegal. Right. You know, they've been saying yeah. they want to do that for a long time. Right. And then when they could have done it, they decided, man, we, we got other things to do. Right. So, you know, who knows what will happen? You know, I don't even know that Trump has really thought it out. It's imperative if people actually care about the Supreme Court and we're saying, well, I don't, we've got to vote for someone because of the Supreme Court. Now you have to stop them from appointing or anyone that they nominate or something. So, right. Well, and you know what? Hold the cane. I want to believe that, you know, Republicans might not let Donald Trump nominate crazy people to the Supreme Court. Like, who, what were the names he's throwing around? Like, Peter Thiel? Peter and, Thiel. And, you know, um, Judge Napolitano from Fox News. <laughs> no, Napolitano. Yeah, no, he, he threw Napolitano out there, too. You're, you're right. Right. But... You know, or like Judge Judy or his sister. You know, I, I want to believe that Republicans and Democrats could team up to say, like, look, I think we can find some better, some better nominees than right. this. At least we don't have to worry about Ted Cruz shutting down the government anymore. Or maybe he will. Maybe he'll bring that back. You Dude, know, because he if, hates Trump so what much. What if this becomes a renaissance in his career? He becomes beloved because he does this shit to Trump. What if, and what if Democrats could rally behind that? Oh, what if that happened? Dude, yeah. Dude, anything could happen in Trump. That's what I'm so, saying. It, yeah. It's a... It's a magical place. Yeah. Think of it. Your wildest dreams or your worst nightmares. Any morning when you wake up. Or you don't wake up. Dude, <laughs> seriously. Anything is possible. Yep. Your job may be there. It may be gone. Right. Dream big. You could one day, even though you've never held public office of any kind, even though you don't even really know how how to be president, what the president civics is. Civics in the country right. work. You couldn't pass an immigration test. Right. Even though you couldn't understand the mechanics of how to win an election, mm-hmm. how to get out the vote, how to run a successful campaign, churn through just a couple of campaign managers... You know, as soon as they get into some late, shady legal trouble. Horrible, unprofessional, career-ending trouble. You can still win and be president. It's amazing. This is the best country. This is the greatest country on earth. And I'm actually, in a way, I'm kind of ironically glad because (laughs) you do not know how many millions of people are in this country. There has to be some stupid offspring. And now you can say, one day, my dumbest shit kid can be the highest power in the United States. You as know, long as it's a white male. Even dumb white males <laughs> have the audacity to dream now. And I'm just glad for that. Oh, I'm dude. glad for that. This is the America. If, if we didn't have this kind of America, how many executive, terrorists would have won. How many executive orders do you think Obama's signing before he's out the door? <laughs> oh, dude, what if he just makes it rain? What if he just says, all right, we are legalizing everything. You're <laughs> opening the jails. Let us do the battle royale. He just, Dude, he just busts out the constitution and just sets it on fire. Dude, rolls it into a he was big like, split. Oh, you think you won the presidency? The presidency doesn't exist and he signs the bill and he just slides it out and he just dissolves the government. Obama Locks the door his way out. I've been critical about you a little bit there. It's out of love because you, you, you've done as much as you can. It'd be great if he did some cool shit right now. He's going to move to Hawaii and then, like, secede from America and be like, we're our own country now. Guam, you want in on this? Let's go. He's going to look at us and be like, I'm helping you fools now. We got to get in before it's too late.
this is kind of a leg. This is blowback, also kind of from Obama's presidency too. I mean, some right? Because he got he he was just a reckless dictator that just pushed through his radical liberal communist Muslim agenda. Right. And right. He, he brought took, this upon all of us, dude. He literally took everyone's guns on my block. Right. It was so crazy. He took everybody's guns away. He he, you know, had the UN troops come in like he always threatened. He, he used the military to take over Texas and Jade Helm. He forced white people to have beer with black people. Right. Reparations. Just Dude. Everybody just got all those reparations. Dude. You know, you shouldn't have done that, Obama. What were you thinking? Of course there's going to be backlash when you're doing that radical NASA. Oh, yeah. You pass oh, yeah. Republicans' own health care plan. You Seriously. know they're going to want retribution for stealing their ideas from them. Dude, you should have known better. <laughs> you should have known better. <laughs> I don't know. But, dude, at the same time with Trump, we might get single payer. He's like, dude, it's, it's better. Be- it ain't single payer because I call it Trump care. Trump care. It's the best. We're going to repeal Obama, replace it with Trump care. It's exactly the same, except better. He's going to use his negotiating deals to drive down those costs. Dude, yeah. The art of the deal. Maybe we should read that book right now. Maybe he, didn't, he didn't write that, and the dude who wrote that was like, Trump will end the world if he oh, becomes yeah. president. Oh, yeah. Well, and even Mark Cuban got out there and oh made persuasive God. arguments and stuff. I don't even know. At this point, if Hillary does win this election, mm-hmm. get ready for Trump to not concede, claim everything was rigged, oh, and fight, fight, 100%. fight. 100%. I don't know so, if that's even better. Is that better? I don't even know anymore. Well, because let's say that that happens and he takes it to the Supreme Court. Isn't it like the four four tie Supreme Court? Dude, yeah. It's perfect. He planned dude. it all out. Oh, dude. This this election. This. I still believe that if everybody this pulls election. out the Sanders shirt at one AM Eastern Standard Time and screams enough is enough into the sky, things will be the exact same. But but you'll feel better. So let's all do that. But just know. think of all the think of all the amazing um, art that's going to come out of the horrible, tortured pain of, of the liberal Dude, artist class the arts, of the country. The arts are going to thrive, yeah. except for in the Dude, places where they're completely taken out. Of we're going to get we're going to get so many amazing um, like experimental theater uh, productions. Uh, and uh, and modern arts performance art pieces, and it won't be because anyone's educated yeah. in it. It will literally just be because that is the only thing a person knows how to do to get food for the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we'll perform performance art. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll engage in performance. I mean, art. another you know another upside is hey, the Trump jokes. We can continue to Trump jokes. I guess anything's possible. This is hey, the craziest election. Florida voted time. for marijuana. They, well, they voted for medical For medical. And, and California, let's... Should we take it out on a high note? Yes. Do a short show? Yeah. It's late. How high? California. So high that I touched the sky. Did legalize, did vote to legalize marijuana. So as long as President Trump doesn't just... California did? Declare California a war zone, yeah. Or, I mean, it's looking like they're gonna. Okay. Well, excellent. I mean, that's, that's something. That's something. That's a thing. That is a thing. We may have to do a follow-up yeah, yeah. Um, episode here. This was really just a quick one anyways, just to kind of get 
our emotion out there. It's going to be people, an emotional roller coaster here for a while. And let people know, hey, we're all in this together. Yeah. So I mean, there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of blame to go around. You know, yes, one hundred percent. You can blame you know a lot of people. You can blame this. me. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Don't blame me because I really didn't do this. I did not do this. <laughs> I'm just a dude in the middle you of told, America. You told Trump to run, didn't you? You I know what? Trump you. listens to me sometimes. Sometimes he does. He calls me. He calls me. He called me up once. It was completely. He was like, I was trying to call someone else. I'm like, but you're Donald Trump. Why don't you stay on the phone? Right. He's like, well, while while I've got you on the phone. What do you think about this uh, this uh, politics game? I'm like, man, that's that, that game's for chumps. You could go in and clean house, <laughs> you just and, wreck shop, in there. and he was like, all right, man, I got that. Yeah. I'll do it. You're like the behind the scenes pulling the strings, just like in South Korea, right? Did you see all that? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Oh, like the president of South Korea, it was revealed that some lady who's like a weird cult leader mm. was telling her what to do and being her you know like confidant and stuff and was like stealing money from her and just like it was just all nuts so yeah south korea it's uh the whole world's going down the tubes is what i'm trying to say we're supposed to be taking it out on a high note oh yeah Bam. yeah yeah well man <laughs> dude hey hey we can't even get that right right now but you know it's a topsy-turvy world we're sorry about it tune in with us We'll make you feel better. We'll try. We will try yeah. to get I'm, better at making you feel here's, better. Here's, here's taking it out of the high note. I'm so glad that we started this podcast because yeah. it makes me it makes me feel better just to get some stuff off my chest sometimes. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad, even if nobody listens to it, hey. I'm glad it's just out there. It's out there for me right. that I can look back, yep. you know, Three years into the Trump administration, oh, yeah. being like, "Can you can you imagine the good times back when we didn't know oh, how horrible it was going to be?" When we were so oh, uncertain. I'm so glad we yeah. still have that. Ignorance Is the internet still there so we can get this podcast, or does that go on now? I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I don't know. We're gonna have to find ways. Like it's all it's called the Trump Net now. It's you know, all Trump-approved content only. You know what might be good is to go back and watch Book of Eli and just see how he, like, survives. <laughs> in the post-apocalypse. Blend, that post-apocalypse, oh, but yeah. with that blend of, like, an iPhone charger and everything, you know? Like, that's what we need to go back no, and do. No, we don't need to go back and watch it because we're going to get to experience it firsthand. Well, that's <laughs> what I'd say. Like, this is like a manual. Pull out your Boy Scout handbooks and pull out Book of Eli Review your wilderness survival coursework or merit badge, right. and we'll be ready to go. We can we can get through this. Yeah, just hold up in a cabin in the woods and, and reemerge after four years. Buy and just hope an Econoline van <laughs> and insulate it through the winter. It's going to be okay, guys. We can do this. There is enough food. There's cows everywhere. We're going to do it. Mm. We're going to be all right. But until until we know that for sure, this has been uh, Chuck. And Brendan with the Liquid Flannel Podcast. Thanks for tuning in and uh, have a great evening. I'm going to go cry myself to sleep. Cry me, Ruth. <laughs>